Welcome to the Bitcoin Bulletin Podcast, episode number 27, DCA Wednesday edition. Today is Wednesday, December 22nd, 2021, and this is going to be our 22nd stack on this journey that we began back in July, and we have been stacking $20 worth of Bitcoin every Wednesday since then to test out the theory of dollar cost averaging. Again, as usual, this is not financial advice. This podcast is for information and entertainment purposes only, and we just hope you get some enjoyment and maybe can take into account our experiences when you form your own opinion and come up with your own investing strategy. Again, as with last week, I am on the road, so I don't have my usual recording equipment with me, hence the original disclaimer and bumper music and ending music not being a part of this podcast. So please bear with me uh, if it's not as pretty sounding as it often is. Uh, any mistakes or stutters that I make are just going to be part of the podcast. I'm just recording this on my phone in lieu of my computer with my nice microphone and all my editing gear. That being said, again, it is Wednesday, December 22nd, 2021. We currently find ourselves at a block height of 715,339. And Bitcoin has recovered a little bit. Well, it's actually about the same as it was last Wednesday, but it dipped after we recorded our last podcast. And since then, it's uh, pumped back up to 48,335. It was actually about 49,500 a little bit earlier, but it's still hovering around the $48,000, $49,000 mark. And that's currently going to get you 2,069 sats per dollar. Nice. A few more vital statistics. We are at a 24-hour transaction rate of about 3.54 transactions, 3.45 transactions per second. And that's up a little bit from last week's 3.38 transaction per second volume, which was already pretty healthy. It was 3.14 or pi two weeks ago. So uh, anything above three is nice. When we dip down below three, I start to worry because the lower the transaction volumes, obviously, the easier it is for market manipulation to take place. And again, those are on-chain transactions. That doesn't have anything to do with the transactions taking place off-chain on exchanges like Coinbase or Kraken or Gemini. We still have not had a difficulty adjustment. Last week, it looked like we were going to get a tiny upwards difficulty adjustment, and it was going to be the, on Christmas Eve. Now it's starting to look like the difficulty adjustment's going to be on Christmas Day. If you celebrate Christmas, Adam Meister, if you're listening, I know you don't, but we do here. So Christmas Day, and it's currently looking like it's going to be anywhere between a 0.23% or a 0.6% downward difficulty adjustment. Uh, and... Uh, that's probably because the price is down, so some of the old miners probably fell offline, even though we're still hovering uh, near all-time high hash rate. So uh, the hash rate recovered nicely after the China mining ban. And of course, there have been news stories out there that 20% of the hash network is actually probably still in China, possibly still in China, just underground miners hiding uh, from the Communist Party, or maybe operating with the Communist Party turning a blind eye, accommodation as they like to call it in some places. We are 42 days out from the all-time high that we hit. Um, and depending on where you look, uh, it was anywhere from as high as $66,999 on Coinbase or $66,950 according to Clark Moody's dashboard. And Clark Moody has us down 29.9%. We were down 29.0% last week, so down a little bit more. 
And the market cap has slipped to 912.6 billion. It was like nine something last week. I don't remember. You can go back and listen. I'm on the road. And we're going to be on the road uh, next week as well. In fact, um, we may have to record our DCA Wednesday a little bit later. I'll still make my purchase on Wednesday, but I might be on an airplane all day. So uh, we'll have to see what happens with next week's podcast. But I will definitely make my DCA Wednesday stack on Wednesday, even if we don't get the podcast out till Thursday. That being said, this is going to be our 22nd stack. We've currently stacked a total of $420, which has scored us a stack of 809,590 sats. Uh, right now, that's only worth $391. So we're down a little bit still. But again, dollar cost averaging is a long-term play. Uh, we were up almost exclusively during the pump. But as they say, uh, it's easy to look like a genius during a bull run. And Bitcoin is a long-term investment. If you want to gamble with your money, uh, there are probably smarter ways to do it. But if you believe in the 210,000 block theory that also Adam Meister or at TechBald on Twitter likes to espouse, if you had purchased Bitcoin and you go back in time four years at any point in time, about four years or about, which is approximately 210,000 blocks, uh, you will have never have lost money in the history of Bitcoin. And if that holds true, then dollar cost averaging should be a safe theory. But again, it's a long-term play. We've only been doing this since July and hopefully we'll be stacking for years. Uh, you should plan on stacking for at least one halving cycle if the 210,000 block theory holds. Um, then you want to accumulate, and in the 2024 halving, the bull run that would come after that, uh, who knows what highs will hit. But again, this is not investment advice, and as they say, uh, past results are no guarantee of future returns. So, um, but... Throughout the history of Bitcoin, if you've held your coin for at least four years, uh, you're in the green. So we're in the red right now, but we started buying kind of at the peak. Uh, we have purchased as high as $65,969 back on October 20th and as low as $38,900 on August 4th. And that's the beauty of dollar cost averaging. And if you are just joining us, dollar cost averaging or DCA is an investment strategy where you invest your money in equal portions at regular intervals, regardless of price. We chose $20 and we chose Wednesdays. Some people DCA uh, daily. Some choose to DCA weekly like we're doing. Some DCA every paycheck. So uh, the average person, that would be every two weeks. Some DCA monthly. Um, and there's even a service out there that'll let you do DCA hourly now, believe it or not. So again, pick a strategy that you feel suits you. And if you choose to invest your money and you choose to try the dollar cost averaging strategy, again, the important thing is that you invest regularly and consistently. Uh, and as we have done, you'll catch the highs and you'll catch the lows and everything in between. Uh, but that's the whole point. And over the long term, hopefully four, five, ten years from now, uh, it will pay off. As they say, time in the markets beats timing the markets every time it's tried. Uh, I've heard from numerous sources, the best performing stock portfolios of all time are all by dead people who passed on and people just forgot that the portfolios existed. Uh, instead of trying to trade, they couldn't. They were forced hodling, so to speak. All right. So before I get 
too caught off on a tangent. Let's get back to our stack. Again, we've purchased 809,590 sats, $20 at a time. And as usual, we're going to be purchasing our Bitcoin on Cash App. And the reason I do Cash App is because it's probably what I find to be the easiest way to stack sats. They're relatively inexpensive. They're not free or almost free like Strike App. And one of these days, we're going to explore Strike on the air. But definitely not while I'm on the road trying to compose my thoughts on an iPhone. Again, Cash App charges about two and a quarter percent. Uh, but one of the nice things is, uh, at least as of this recording, they will still let you send your sats to your hardware wallet for free as long as you follow their terms and conditions. Uh, recently, they changed to where you can expedite your withdrawal and they will charge you for that based on how fast you want it uh, sent. But I've never paid to have my sats transferred to my hardware wallet. I always choose, choose the free option and I just usually pick a time when there's not a lot of tra uh, not a lot of traffic on the network, and it usually gets there in the next block or two anyway. Uh, so, what you save in mining fees, especially if you choose a time when it's congested and mining fees are more expensive, it kind of whittles away at that two and a quarter percent fee that they charge you. Uh, and even free services like Strike App have a little bit of a spread because you know they have to pay their expenses. So, and again, if we were investing thousands of dollars, I would probably use something like Coinbase Pro or uh, another broker that charged you more like a half a percent or less uh, per transaction. But we're just investing $20. And again, the reason we chose $20 is because, yeah, it's not a lot of money for most people, especially here in the United States or in Europe. So you pick a, an amount you feel comfortable with, but an amount that you can feel comfortable investing every week or every day. Uh, and for most Americans, 20 bucks is what they drop at Starbucks on the way to work or on a burger or drinks after work or a pack of smokes or whatever your vice is. Uh, you give up one or two beers and there's your 20 bucks. So that's why we chose $20. And in other parts of the world, if you're one of our friends listening in El Salvador, $20 is a lot of money. Uh, and it doesn't sound like a lot of money at first, maybe even in El Salvador, but in just a couple of months, we've stacked almost $400 of the Bitcoin, and that is more than the average monthly salary for a lot of families in places like El Salvador or Africa. So uh, you can see it adds up quick. Um, so you pick an amount that you feel comfortable with. They advise never to invest more than you can lose. You know, Bitcoin is volatile. Uh, if you're like me, you believe Bitcoin's either going to go to the moon one day or go to zero. There's kind of no in-between. If Bitcoin's going to go away, it's because something horrific happens that would make Bitcoin worthless. The only other option, in my opinion, is for it to just completely explode and go to the moon. Especially since, you know, it's only got 21 million. And as they say, that's not even enough for every millionaire in the world to have just one. And hopefully you'll be a whole coiner one day if you're not already. Uh, and believe it or not, even at $20 a pop, you know, getting in there, we're still early. Uh, you know, we're not as early as we were. You're not buying it like 2009, 2010, whatever. Uh, but uh, as they say, the best time to have purchased Bitcoin was 2009. But the second best time is right now. So again, not financial advice. This is just uh, me uh, exploring an adventure of testing out dollar cost averaging. And if nothing else, I'm stacking sats. Um, and hopefully you enjoy listening, uh, whether you're following along or not. All right, so we are going to open our Cash App on our iPhone. And as usual, I do not keep any money on my Cash App, but that's what I love about Cash App. I have a debit card linked, so I just have to add 20 bucks. 
And that's, boom, that's instant, right? So then I am going to scroll over to the little Bitcoin logo in the bottom right-hand corner. And I'm going to tap buy. And this changes, right? Now it's giving me the option to select 20. Maybe it's learning and it knows that that's what I want to want to purchase. But oftentimes 20 isn't there. It's like 25 or 50. So I manually enter 20. And speaking of manually entering, another nice thing about Cash App is if you don't want to miss the dip, uh, Cash App will let you automate your stack. In addition to automating your stack, you can put in an optional market or optional limit buy where uh, if you want to say, if Bitcoin were to hit 40 tonight while you're sleeping, please buy me an extra $100 and it won't make that purchase unless Bitcoin hits your target price. So that's pretty cool. And again, they'll let you automate your weekly DCA. Um, but I've been over this before. I'm just a glutton for punishment and I like to watch the price probably to an unhealthy level. And I like to manually make my purchases. And it it just, people say that there's nothing tangible about Bitcoin. The gold bugs don't like Bitcoin because they want to be able to hold the gold in their hand. Well, when I manually purchase Bitcoin and enter it and watch those sats show up on my phone, uh, it just feels more tangible. So I'm going to enter $20 and it's going to ask me to confirm and press confirm and boom, just that fast. We've purchased an extra 40,484 sats at a price of $48,290.68. And that's after, you know, we that's after a 45 cent fee. So we didn't really invest 20 bucks, but we, we did invest 20, but part of that was a fee. So our total investment was $20 and that 40,484 additional sats is going to bring our stack up to 850,000 sats Correction, 850,074 sats. We're getting close to that million sat mark. We sat millionaires any week now. And our stack is currently worth $410.50. We've invested $440, so we're approximately $30 in the hole. Some of that's fees, so that's not too shabby. Of course, we're still in the red, but, um, you know, that's the beauty of dollar-cost averaging. Sometimes you buy high, sometimes you buy low. And right now, Bitcoin's low off what do we say? 29.9% from the all-time high. But as Adam Meister again likes to say, and I keep referencing TechBalt. By the way, TechBalt, if you're listening, I love that series you did walking around West Virginia um, and finding the old synagogue, the old shul, and showing us that. So that's really cool. I'd like to see more from that. If you follow Adam Meister, he's at TechBalt on Twitter. Um, and uh, he, he does. he's probably one of the more entertaining voices in Bitcoin. Speaking of entertaining voices in Bitcoin... Plan B has tweeted about his stock-to-flow model just the other day. He posted on Twitter, quote, Bitcoin needs a small miracle for a 100K Christmas. If you remember, he uh, not his stock-to-floor model, but he uh, was posting a, a, uh, a base price model that was on, based on on-chain data, not the stock-to-flow model that said we'd be over 100K by Christmas. Uh, he had been right on right up till November, and he missed the November forecast and Probably going to miss the December forecast, he says. But he continues, will I ditch the stock-to-flow model if this does not happen? Nah, I actually like being at the lower bands. And if you look at the chart, uh, he actually is not out of the lower bands, even as low we are. So clearly the stock-to-flow model is still holding. And again, he says, in fact, I published the model at the lower bands in March of 2019 with Bitcoin below 4K. So plan B is still standing by his stock-to-flow model. And if you believe in the stock-to-flow model, this bull run still has a ways to go. So 
there's just been a lot of black swan type events since COVID. We had the big COVID crash in 2020. Uh, and then we had a, um, every time some bad news comes out with the, with the variant, we have apparently, uh, the markets, you know, the, the markets corrected a little bit, stock market corrected, especially the tech stocks. And right now, Bitcoin sometimes is correlated, sometimes it's not correlated. But when I've been watching, it seems to be correlated to the tech stocks and, uh, they're performing about like Bitcoin, um, has been. And speaking of Twitter, if you follow Derjiji or at Derjiji on Twitter, he's still promoting his secret Satsa program, which is pretty cool. Kind of like Secret Santa, but you post a lightning invoice and you can either pay someone else's lightning invoice or post a lightning invoice and have a complete and stra- complete total stranger pay your lightning invoice. If you haven't checked out the lightning network, um, that's something we haven't really discussed on this episode. It's something we might look into. Hopefully, exchanges are going to start adding lightning capacity in the not-too-distant future because then your Bitcoin transactions are literally going to be free uh, and instant and, in many cases, a lot more private. So tech, check out at Derejiji's secret Satsa program. Get on Twitter. It's at Derejiji, D-E-R-G-I-G-I. He's really entertaining to follow, and that secret Satsa program is just really cool. All right. Well, that's going to about do it for this episode of the Bitcoin Bulletin Podcast, DCA Wednesday edition. Uh, Sorry if I made any faux pas or errors in this recording, but I'm just ripping it on the fly here extemporaneously on my iPhone, and hopefully I did a fairly decent job. And again, we're going to keep stacking every Wednesday until Bitcoin either goes to the moon, goes to zero, or you get bored and stop listening. Hopefully uh, it's because it went to the moon and we're all retired at either Bitcoin City or on a Caribbean island somewhere or our own personal citadel. Again, this is not financial advice. Hopefully you got some information and entertainment out of this podcast, and we will see you next Wednesday. In the meantime, keep stacking those sats, you sexy sat stackers. <laughs>